Roberts. Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? John, I got you. John, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing to get that heart touched. This a must-see feeling. The news ain't good, then it must be villain. So I say it's bad ground, and I don't trust these feelings. Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air. Highest next on the cloud. Am I in the air? Sunday nights, round time. I flex my better Voltron, transform to DX Don. Mega and unseen. You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream to your wireless device. And the smoke full of steam. On any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. Uh, and for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Well, what is going down, everybody? Welcome back to the greatest entertainment podcast on the interwebs. When it comes to learning TV news, movie news, reviews, this is your one-stop shop. It is Am I on the Air. I am your host, Don Mega, and I welcome you to the show. It's Season 18, Episode 2, and tonight's show is titled, You Can't Beat the Beast! That's right, Can't Beat the Beast! And that goes along hand-in-hand with our movie review of the week, which is the number one movie here in America, and that is Glass. So, thank you so much for joining me. We are broadcasting live here from the Red Dragons Radio Studios here in lovely Tucson, Arizona. It is a Tuesday. It's January 22nd. Yes, I am one day off from when we normally do this show. I usually like to do it on Mondays, but yesterday was Martin Luther King Day. Um, There was a lot going on, so I decided to hold off one day. And uh, also, due to the fact that this morning, the Oscar nominations were coming out. So, it allowed that to happen, so we could talk about that here tonight as well, too. So, there is always... A reason why we do what we do. So, without any further ado, let's jump into our movie review of the week. Like I said, it is Glass. And this is a spoiler free, so don't you worry. Um, Glass is the threequel, the third movie in the Unbreakable Trilogy. And for those of you that have been living under a rock and you're saying, there was no sequel to Unbreakable... Uh, You're kind of (laughs) right. In a vein, though, there was a sequel to Unbreakable. Yes, Unbreakable from 19 years ago, directed by M. Night Shyamalan with Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson. It was a superhero movie that was done very grounded and basically posed the question, what if superheroes really did exist in our world? Um, That's what Unbreakable was, a great movie. 19 years ago. Well, a couple years ago, M. Night released a new uh, movie called Split. Split was a movie with James McAvoy where he had multiple personalities and he kidnapped girls and uh, he was pretty crazy. And then at the end of that movie, spoiler alert, which uh, obviously I'm joking, uh, you know, 
uh, at this point you know At the end of Split uh, Bruce Willis shows up And he is his character from Unbreakable And then everybody's left stunned going This takes place in the Unbreakable universe? That is crazy So after Split came out and was a real big hit They decided to make a third movie This time called Glass Bringing Samuel Jackson back Bruce Willis back And of course James McAvoy back from Split Putting it all together Bringing these guys um, To do this final chapter As he says this is the end Of his story in this universe So we'll see how that really stays true Um, But yeah So that's what Glass is Um, Glass basically picks up with Bruce Willis's character still being kind of a vigilante He's out trying to save lives And of course he hears about uh, the Beast James McAvoy's character going around kidnapping girls And he steps in, has a confrontation with the Beast And um, you see in the trailer they they get locked up They get put away in kind of like an insane asylum And um, yeah, they... Reunite with Mr. Glass Played by Samuel L. Jackson And it basically becomes a movie Where Samuel L. Jackson is trying to talk to James McAvoy About embracing his beast And teaming up That sounds like the bad guys teaming up uh, I love that line And um, of course Bruce Willis Trying to stop them um, I Really really liked this movie I was super stoked for it And I didn't know how I would feel Going into it This movie has um, A lot of critics already uh, Very divided Some people love it Some people hate it Some people are in the middle um, So I went in kind of not knowing what to expect And I walked out very very satisfied um, I will say in the middle it drags a bit It definitely gets a little slow there And you're like okay let's do something Let's pick it up But when the movie's going, it's going I would say the first 20 minutes of the movie is fantastic Man, I wish it would have kept that pace up Um, And I really like the ending You know, a lot of people say they don't like the ending There is a twist, of course Um, But I dug it I dug the direction he went for I dug the chances he took And I really like the ending So um, I really, really like this movie And of course the standout, once again If you saw Split you knew what James McAvoy could do And in this movie he's even better um, Seeing him jump around from personality to personality From male, female, nine year old kid um, It just, he jumps around so fluidly uh, It is just outstanding He is so good He deserves an Oscar nomination just for this movie I thought he deserved one for Split too But unfortunately these movies come out in January And by the time the Oscar nominations roll around um, It's a year later And unfortunately these January performances get forgotten Um, But yeah, he's fantastic Samuel Jackson's good as he always is As Mr. Glass And I really dug Bruce Willis uh, again is David Dunn You know reprising that role from Unbreakable It was good to see Bruce Willis Kind of you know take this role and run with it um, So I loved it I really really did Other than it dragging a little bit in the middle I really enjoyed everything they did here And I would recommend to go see it If you liked Unbreakable at all If you like Split at all Go watch Glass I do think you'll enjoy it So for me on the 5 star scale I would give Glass 4 out of 5 So 
there you have it, my friends. That is my movie review of the week. It is for Glass. And, um, yeah, go out and check it out. Number one movie in America. All right, so we're going to switch gears a little bit, and we'll switch on over into the news of the past week. And I got to start off with the Oscar nominations. I just got to, right? I won't, I will not go through every single category here, but I will go through the main ones because, of course, the Oscars are the biggest award show of the entire year. And, um, it's worth breaking down. This is brand new, hot off the presses. These were just announced today. It's the 91st Oscars. It's going to be held Sunday, February 24th at the Dolby Theater in Hollywood and Highland Center in Hollywood, California. It's going to be on ABC. Um, so yeah, so let's break it down. What got nominated? Not real any shockers here. If you watch the Golden Globes or the Critics' Choice, you kind of had an idea and they just pretty much followed suit. So for Best Picture, the nominees are Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. So pretty solid there. Congratulations first and foremost to Black Panther, the first comic book movie to be nominated for a Best Picture Award. So pretty damn cool right there. Uh, I'm very happy to see Bohemian Rhapsody in there. That made my top 10 of the year. So I'm glad to see it get represented. Love A Star Is Born. Uh, Black Klansman is very good. Of course, Black Panther. So I actually got some winners in this race this year. Uh, achievement in directing. You got Spike Lee for Black Klansman, Powell Powellowski for Cold War, Yorgos Lanthimos for The Favorite, Alfonso Cuaron for Roma, and Adam McKay for Vice. So pretty interesting there for director because you do not see Bradley Cooper for A Star Is Born, which I think is a big big snub. Um, you know, and you don't even see Ryan Coogler for Black Panther. So kind of interesting to see movies that are nominated for best picture, but the director is not nominated performance by an actor in a leading role. You got Christian Bale for vice Bradley Cooper for a star is born William Defoe for at eternity's gate, Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody and Vigo Mortensen for green book. Um, I will definitely be going for Rami Malek here. I've told you before, I'm glad he won the Golden Globe. I thought he was fantastic as Freddie Mercury, and he's definitely my pick for actor in a lead role. Performance by an actress in a leading role. Yalitza Aparicio for Roma, Glenn Close for The Wife, Olivia Coleman for The Favorite, Lady Gaga for A Star Is Born, and Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me. Definitely Lady Gaga for A Star Is Born. She was so good in that movie. She deserves it all. Performance by an actor in a supporting role. Marshahala Ali for Green Book. Adam Driver for Black Klansman. Sam Elliott for A Star Is Born. That's his first nomination ever. Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me? And Sam Rockwell for Vice. Uh, interesting category here. I would, I'm guessing um, Mahershala Ali will probably win this. Um, but you know, I'd probably go with like Adam Driver for Black Klansman, maybe Sam Elliott for A Star Is Born. Love Sam Rockwell. I have not seen Vice, but I'm sure he's great in that, so he's always a good one too. Performance by an actress in a supporting role: Amy Adams for Vice, Marina D. Tavira for Roma, Regina King for A Beale Street Could Talk, Emma Stone for The Favorite, and Rachel Vice for The Favorite. Um, I'm guessing Regina King's gonna win. Um, that's my guess for If Beale Street Can Talk. 
Uh, I would love Amy Adams to win. Emma Stone's good too. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to skip a couple categories. Um, best animated film. Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, Mirai, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, of course I'm going with Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Definitely the best animated film of the year. Let's see here. What else we got? I'm going to skip some of the editing and costumes, um, documentary, makeup, hair, um, music. How about an official song? So original song, achievement in music. All, all the stars from Black Panther. I'll fight from RBG. The Place Where the Lost Things Go from Mary Poppins Returns, Shallow from A Star is Born, and When a Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings from The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I'm definitely going with Shallow uh, from A Star is Born. That song is incredible. It almost brings me to tears every time I hear it. Um, And I cannot wait to see Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga sing this song at the Oscars. It's going to be mind-blowingly fantastic. They better not skip out on this thing. Uh, let's see here. Visual effects, Avengers Infinity War, Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, and Solo, a Star Wars story. Definitely needs to be Avengers Infinity War. There ain't no movie that could top the effects that that thing did. Um, yeah. And then the rest of the stuff I'm just going to kind of gloss over. So, um, of course the full listings are out on all our social media, our Twitter, our Facebook. If you want to see every single category. I'm just stating no disrespect to any of the categories I skipped. I'm just trying to keep the show moving along. And I cannot sit and read every single one (laughs) that they did. So congratulations to all the people that have uh, earned nominations for the 91st annual Oscars. Okay, so now we got the Oscar stuff out the way. Let's just shift into the actual news of the last week. Uh, the Bloodshot movie is currently filming with Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel released a first look, which isn't very much. It's just him looking like Vin Diesel. So show me it again when he actually looks like Bloodshot. Uh, we got some first look set photos from Bad Boys for Life. Will, Will Smith in action on set. I'm so happy. I cannot reiterate how excited I am that Bad Boys 3 is filming. So very, very cool. I'm excited about this. Chris Evans and Tom Holland are set to star in The Devil All the Time, which is going to be a new Netflix movie. Um, you know, we got Captain America and Spider-Man here teaming up for a new film on Netflix, which I think is great. Pitch Perfect 3 director Trish C. is set to helm a new New Line horror comedy. And Hathaway is joining Robert Zemeckis' The Witches adaptation. Bryce Dallas Howard and Octavia Spencer have a new comedy coming out called Fairy Tale Ending. We have the final trailer for the final episodes of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt over on Netflix. Now, their last season, uh, they broke it into two halves. So, um, the new, the second half and the final half, I believe, comes out this weekend. If it's not this weekend, it's next weekend. And um, it looks really, really funny. I love Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. It's super stupid, but it's just that really pure... Fun time. So if you're looking for something, check it out. Steve Carell is also going to be returning to Netflix as he is teaming up with the office creator to do a new show called Space Force. Uh, Disney is adapting the Hunchback of Notre Dame into a live action musical. Yeah, yeah. 
Julia Roberts will not be reprising her role in Homecoming Season 2 over on Amazon, so that was a one and done for her. Channel Zero has been cancelled after four seasons over on the Sci-Fi Network. CBS Films has a new movie they're putting together called Lexi, and they just added Rose Byrne to the cast. We have 10 new Captain Marvel character posters that just came out. Pretty damn awesome. We put them all up on our Facebook page, so check that out. Um, Ralph Breaks the Internet is going to be heading to digital and Blu-ray in February. Bad Boys for Life has also signed DJ Khaled in an unknown role. That's right. He's just going to pop up and go, listen. Um, you know, I don't know what the hell DJ Khaled's going to do in Bad Boys. This is kind of a weird casting, but, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Electronic Arts, EA, has pulled the plug on the open world Star Wars game. That's right, they were working on something pretty big. Not happening no more. The Jumanji single, Jumanji single, Jumanji sequel, is uh, bringing on Danny Glover for uh, for the sequel. So Danny Glover coming to the jungle, he's not too old for this shit. Um, Charlotte Rampling is set to play Reverend Mother Mohemian in the Dune remake. Kate Beckinsale is searching for her missing husband in the new trailer for The Widow, which is coming to Amazon Prime, so check out that trailer there. Paddington director Paul King is gone from the live-action Pinocchio. That's right, he has officially dropped out of the project, so we're back to square one there. Happy... Season 2 is coming to Sci-Fi and we have your first look at the Not Safe for Work trailer that is available. So check that out. Season 1 is actually on Netflix right now. I bookmarked it the other day. I definitely want to check out Happy. Just haven't had a chance yet. Officially cancelled over at NBC. It's Trial and Error. That's right. That one is officially done. We have the first trailer for John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum. Oh my god, I'm so excited. If you listened a couple weeks ago to our top 10 most anticipated show, uh, I had John Wick 3 on there before I even saw a single thing from this movie. That's how much faith I have in this movie. And this trailer was great. So it makes me so proud that I had it in my top 10. I cannot wait for John Wick Chapter 3. Excommunicado. That's right. And by the way, if you haven't listened to... Our top 10 countdown of 2018 movies and our most anticipated of 2019. I don't know what you're waiting for. Head on over to our website, amiontheair.com or reddragonsradio.com. Click on the tab that says, am I still on the air? And then check out that episode. It's very, very cool. I did it with my boys Friggins and Peeps. So check that one out. We also have available on our social media the video for everything wrong with The Village in 15 minutes or less. Uh, should be way more than 15 minutes because the village is a big piece of shit. I hate the village. We have everything coming and going to Amazon Prime in February, along with everything coming and going to Hulu in February. Um, Apple has just greenlighted a new sci-fi series from producer Simon Kinberg and David Well. Happy Death Day to you has its new release date. It's been moved up a week, so congratulations to that. We're going to get it sooner. It comes out next month in February. The Monopoly movie. That's right. Yes, we're getting the Monopoly movie. And guess who's going to star in it? Kevin Hart. That's right. Kevin Hart has signed on 
to star and produce the Monopoly movie. Um, we got some new Hellboy posters. Supposedly, some couple Guardians of the Galaxy might be filming some reshoots for Avengers Endgame. Um, check that out if you want to see the spoilers. That's why I won't say who it is. Uh, yeah. January Jones is joining the new Netflix series Spinning Out. Nicholas Holt's J.R.R. Tolkien biopic has just officially landed a May 2019 release date. Um, Riverdale is set to tackle Heather's The Musical. That's right, they love to sing on Riverdale. And there you go. We got an article up with Netflix revealing which Black Mirror Bandersnatch ending was the least chosen and kind of all the different paths and stuff. So check that out if you're interested to see how that would have played out. Um, Just to reiterate, uh, director M. Night Shyamalan says he is done with his unbreakable cinematic universe. So take that for what it is. The Kaminsky Method has been officially renewed for season two over on Netflix. Speaking of Netflix, they have a show on there called You, uh, and it is on track for 40 million member views in its first four weeks. 40 million. This show has blown up. It is massive. Uh, So congratulations to you. This is another one that I have in my queue. Just haven't had any time to check it out because I've been binging Punisher Season 2. So really quickly, I'm going to tell you I'm seven episodes into Punisher Season 2, and it's great. I'm really loving it. I'm enjoying it way more than Season 1. So yeah, I'm, I'm just check out Punisher if you got some time because I love that. NBC has ordered a pilot, a TV show pilot, based on the movie The Bone Collector. That's right. Remember that movie? Denzel Washington, Angelina Jolie, The Bone Collector. Um, yeah, they're going to make a TV show of it, so pretty cool. The Penny Dreadful offshoot has just hired Daniel Zovato to play the lead role. Uh, let's see. So USA is going to be doing a spinoff of a character on their show, Suits. Uh, Jessica Pearson, who's a lawyer, she's getting her own show. And officially, Gina Torres' offshoot spinoff is being called Pearson. So there you go. Taking just her name and uh, putting it into it. Why not, right? Makes sense. Uh, I believe she's um, Lawrence Fishburne's wife in real life. So a little piece of... Uh, Knowledge there for you. Uh, NYPD Blue newcomer Fabian Frankel is set to play Sipowitz's son in the ABC revival. Uh, we got a bunch of new Stardust reactions up and running once again, so check those out. If you're not following me on Stardust, what the hell are you waiting for? Uh, download the app, follow me at simply Don Mega, D O N M E G A, and I'll follow you back. So do it, check it out. I review movies, TV shows, trailers, all on the app, so definitely download and check it out. It's pretty awesome. Pixar creative head Lee Unrich is set to leave the animation studio. Now, this news here is from my boy Friggins. He loves Gambit. Gambit is one of his boys. It's one of his favorite characters ever. And for four years, four years, we've been talking about Channing Tatum being Gambit. Now, we all know the movie is not happening. It's been through multiple directors. Nothing's happening, right? Um, We know Disney is buying Fox. 
and the merger is about to be done in the next month or so. So from my understanding, if a movie is not in production, it's probably not happening at this point. Well, it looks like to maybe get the ball up and running, supposedly the rumor is that Channing Tatum is actually looking to possibly direct the Gambit movie himself just to get this film done before Disney takes over. Wow. If I was him, this is what I would do if I was Channing Tatum. I would not do this. I would reach out to Kevin Feige over at Disney and Marvel. And I'd say, hey Kevin, you know I was going to be Gambit, right? So here's what we should do now that you guys are taking over the franchise. You, When you guys reboot X-Men, put me in it as Gambit. That way I can still fulfill my dream. It doesn't mess with your continuity. And I could be a part of the new X-Men in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think that's a better shot and a better thing for him to do than to try and just hurry up and make this Gambit movie on his own. Which is just going to make the movie be a one and done. And he doesn't get to do any sequels. He doesn't get to do anything bigger in the universe. Because Fox bought it. You know, Fox sold out. So... That's what I think he should do. I think he should wait. He should get on Kevin Feige's good side. And he should just be Gambit in the MCU. That would be pretty cool for him. So just my two cents on the situation. But we'll see if he ends up officially directing it or not. We have your first look at Supergirl's Nicole Maines as the new hero, Dreamer. So check that out. Naomi Watts is set to star in a new series called Wolves and Villagers. Kevin Hart, on top of the Monopoly movie, he's also joined a new film called Two Kisses for Maddie, which is a new adaptation that they're putting together. Um, we got an article up with a new Netflix show called Let It Snow and the cast that they're putting together for that. Unsolved Mysteries. Remember this show? Oh my god, this show used to creep me out. Unsolved Mysteries is getting a re- reboot, and guess where it's coming? Doom! That's right, Netflix, because that's where everything goes. Romantic comedy The Lovebirds has just landed Issa Rae and Kumal Nanjiani. Dark Shadows is getting a new documentary that's going to be narrated by Ian McShane. Judy Greer is joining John Cena in the new Paramount comedy Playing with Fire. The Fantasy Island adaptation has just added Michael Rooker and Charlotte McKinney to the cast. Um, Warner Brothers is pushing production on Fantastic Beast 3 back to late fall So they're scooting that one back Chad Stahelski, director Chad, gives an update on his Highlander reboot He says they're still working on it, they're not really any closer They're still trying to figure it out And then it might actually just be a TV show instead of a movie So we'll see how that plays out It looks like David Letterman's Netflix show will have on Kanye West it is not confirmed, but it looks pretty good. Um, R. Kelly is in all kinds of trouble, and it looks like his record label RCA has dropped him from the label, of course, because nobody wants anything to do with him right now. Wendy Williams is going to be taking an extended break from her talk show due to her Graves disease complications. Keenan Thompson is getting a new family sitcom. Um, They're going to do the pilot over at NBC And that has been greenlit by NBC Something that has not been greenlit And actually cancelled Is Sean Penn's Hulu drama The First That's right, it will not be returning for season 2 It is officially cancelled over on Hulu 
It looks like Laurel is going to be leading a Birds of Prey inspired type team up over on an upcoming episode of Arrow. So that'd be pretty cool. NYPD Blue Revival has just added um, Rick Gomez as a series regular. We have a sneak peek of Shazam that you can check out, and it's pretty damn cool. It's only about 54 seconds long. A lot of people are calling this the new trailer. I think it's too short. It's a sneak peek. It's basically a commercial spot, TV spot, um, but it's really funny nonetheless, and you should check it out. I'm so excited for Shazam. I think it's going to be so good. Spider-Man Far From Home has enlisted a trans actor um, by the name of Zach Barack. Um, We have the 2019 Producers Guild of America Awards. You can check out the full list of winners there. Uh, We have an article up with M. Night Shyamalan talking about the ending of Glass, if you want to see him break it down. Speaking of Glass, uh, James McAvoy says, quote, that he fucking loved working with Samuel Jackson and Bruce Willis. He had a great time making the movie. The Crown has added Gillian Anderson to uh, play Margaret Thatcher in Season 4. We also have the Season 2 trailer for American Gods, which will be coming out in March over on the Stars Network. I'm super excited about that. That is long overdue, man. been waiting for my American Gods. Edgar Wright. That's right, he's working on his new movie. It looks like it's going to be a psychological thriller, and filming will begin this summer. Director Patty Jenkins says that Chris Pine's return in Wonder Woman 1984 will make sense, so don't overthink it. Um, Paramount Pictures is reportedly developing a Bumblebee sequel, so it's making lots of money, so they're going to move forward with that. Congratulations to the new Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. Sony says that it broke their record um, with 130 million views in just 24 hours, so... Uh, that is Sony's record. It is broken, and now Spider-Man uh, Far From Home with 130 million views is the most viewed Sony trailer of all time. All right, Razzies. Every year the Razzies come out, um, and they break down the worst of the year, supposedly. A lot of times I do not um, go along with this because I just don't agree sometimes with what they consider to be bad. Um, this year though, they did pretty good, although I still have a couple problems, but we'll run it down. All right. 39th annual Razzie awards, worst picture, Gotti, the happy time murders, Holmes and Watson, Robin hood and Winchester. The one I will fight for on here is the happy time murders. That movie is pretty damn funny. It's not incredible, but it's a good three out of five star. It's got some really funny parts. I don't think it belongs on here. Worst Actress, Jennifer Garner for Peppermint, Amber Heard for London Fields, Melissa McCarthy for The Happy Time Murders and Life of the Party, Helen Mirren for Winchester, and Amanda Seyfried for The Clapper. I disagree with Jennifer Garner for Peppermint. I thought she was great in that movie. Um, Melissa McCarthy is always good. Leave her out of this. Worst Actor, Johnny Depp as his voice for Sherlock Gnomes. Will Farrell for Holmes and Watson, John Travolta for Gotti, Donald Trump for Death of a Nation and Fahrenheit 11.9, and Bruce Willis for Death Wish. I do not agree with Bruce Willis for Death Wish. I really like the Death Wish reboot he did, so I'm going to leave that off of it. And um, yeah, I'll be fine with the rest. We're supporting actress Kellyanne Conway for Fahrenheit 11.9. 
Marsha Gay Harden for Fifty Shades Freed, Kelly Preston for Gotti, Jazz Sinclair for Slenderman, and Millennia Trump for Fahrenheit 11.9. I got no arguments there. Worst Supporting Actor, Jamie Foxx for Robin Hood, Ludacris for his voice in Show Dogs, Joe McHale for The Happy Time Murders, John C. Riley for Holmes and Watson, and Justice Smith for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Uh, so, Justice Smith was really funny in Jurassic World. I would never include him on this list. Uh, and Joe McHale was good in The Happy Time Murders, so leave them alone. Worst screen combo. Any two actors or puppets in The Happy Time Murders. See, fucked up. Take this off the list. Johnny Depp in his fast-fading film career uh, in Sherlock Gnomes. Will Ferrell and John C. Riley for Holmes and Watson. Kelly Preston and John Travolta for Gotti. And Donald J. Trump for himself in Death of a Nation and Fahrenheit 11.9. Worst remake, ripoff, or sequel. Death of a Nation, Death Wish, Holmes and Watson, The Meg, and Robin Hood. The Meg was a ton of fun. Get this off the list. It does not deserve a Razzie. Death Wish, like I said, I really enjoyed that as well too. So... The rest I'm good with. Worst director, Ethan Cohen for Holmes and Watson, Kevin Connolly for Gotti, James Foley for Fifty Shades Freed, Brian Henson for The Happy Time Murders, and the Spirig Brothers for Winchester. Once again, I would take The Happy Time Murders off of here. Uh, and then finally, worst screenplay, Death of a Nation, Fifty Shades Freed, Gotti, The Happy Time Murders, and Winchester. So, there you go. Um... That's the the Razzies. They do it every year, and it is what it is. All right. HBO has a new horror anthology show called Folklore, and that will debut in February. Uh, We have everything wrong with the new Predator movie, so check that out. I like this news. James Gandolfini's son will actually play young Tony Soprano in the new prequel movie that they're doing, so that's pretty cool there. Stephen Knight, we have an article talking with him about his ambitious plans for his Charles Dickens adaptation. Netflix's new show, The Liberator, um, which has just added Bradley James in a leading role. Sci-Fi Channel's The Magicians has been renewed for season five. Ryan Reynolds says that they are um, going into production on Deadpool 3 and that the film will go in a completely different direction. I don't know what he means by that. Deadpool 3 is kind of in that same boat of the Gambit movie for me. With the buyout and everything going on with Disney taking it over. I don't see how they can do a Deadpool 3 unless they started filming tomorrow. Um, So, very interesting. By completely different direction, does he mean PG-13 and in the um, MCU? What's he talking about, right? So, we'll have to wait and see. On a side note, I did watch Once Upon a Deadpool and it's pretty damn funny. I didn't mind the toned downness of it from R to PG-13. I love all the additional scenes with Fred Savage and Deadpool talking. That stuff is great. I wish they would have added more. Because there's certain parts in the movie where it happens in flashbacks a lot. And then there's a good chunk where it goes. It feels like a half hour, 45 minutes without any break. Uh, with Deadpool and Fred Savage So they needed to do it a little bit more often um, But it was pretty damn funny So you know, check that out It is available now on digital uh, Congratulations to Captain Marvel Which just landed a day and date China release That's a big big deal for Marvel Being able to come out in the United States And China at the same time Netflix's American Son Is going to start Carrie Washington And Kenny Leon uh, And that is going to be adapting the Broadway hit um, 
we got a pretty cool feature right up about Alita Battle Angel, so check that out. Um, and Jennifer Esposito is going to be returning to NYPD Blue with a new SVU role. So very interesting there how that one will play out. Um, and that is the news, man. There wasn't a lot to get through this past week. It's only been a half hour, and that's with diving in to the Oscars and the Razzies and all that kind of good stuff. So... Very, very cool. Let's talk our releases in box office and we'll wrap this baby up. Out on Blu-ray and DVD today is First Man and Johnny English Strikes Again. In theaters this Friday will be Serenity and The Kid Who Would Be King. Um, I think Serenity looks really good. I don't know if I'll have a chance to see it this Friday. Um, I am going to be going out of town uh, for WWE's Royal Rumble this weekend. So I'm going to be up in Phoenix all weekend dealing with that. And uh, we might just take Friday night off. Uh, but I would like to see Serenity. So we'll, we'll see. I'm going to wait and see a little bit of how some of the early word and reviews are on that. And I might judge if I should just kind of check it out or maybe wait around and see it down the road. All right, let's talk box office. Coming in at number 10, it's on the basis of sex with 4 mil. Number 9's Bumblebee with 4.7 million. Number 8's Mary Poppins with 5.2 mil. Number 7's Escape Room with 5.3 million. Number 6 is A Dog Weighs Home with 7.1 mil. Number 5's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse with 7.3 million. Number 4 is Dragon Ball Super Broly with 8.7 million. Number 3 is Aquaman with 10.3 mil. Number two is The Upside with 15.7 million. And number one, we've talked about it many times tonight, it's Glass with $40.6 million. Um, so very, very cool on a budget of just $20 million, uh, that M. Night Shyamalan actually produced and put up himself to make the movie, which is pretty fantastic. So there you go, man. Already doubling that up. I know it was already at 47 mil by Martin Luther King Monday. So congratulations to Glass. And that, my friends, is going to do it for us here at Am I on the Air. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's do some shout-outs, shall we? Our official webpage is amiontheair.com. It's, uh, yeah, amiontheair.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash amiontheair. You could follow us on Twitter at, just follow it simply, amiontheair. You can follow me directly on Twitter at dxdonmega. Like I said, the Stardust app, if you want to watch video reviews that I do, they're only 30 seconds long, and it's perfect to really just get a grasp of what we're talking about. Follow, Download the Stardust app on your Android, on your iOS, it don't matter, and follow me at Don Mega, D-O-N-M-E-G-A. Uh, you can download, rate, and subscribe to us on iTunes, if that's your thing. If you do, If you do listen to us on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a review. That really would help me out, and I definitely would appreciate it it helps out the podcast tremendously and not enough people do it so if you do it on on itunes which i know a lot of you do please leave a review if itunes ain't your thing don't you worry because we're streaming on spotify on iHeartRadio, on google play google play podcast spreaker stitcher um tune in we are all over the interwebs, so definitely have no issue finding us out there um, on you know any other platform, major platform. We are on YouTube as well. It's another place you can stream the episode, so youtube.com slash amiontheair. We're on Instagram, so follow us simply at amiontheair. Once again, sounds like a tongue twister, right? Sounds redundant. 
But Am I on the Air? Just search any social media for Am I on the Air and see what you find and follow along with us. That'd be great. And as always, our great affiliates at Red Dragons Radio. Dot com. That's reddragonsradio.com. Follow on Twitter at simply Red Dragons Radio. So you always know what's going down with not only us, but also all the great podcasts on that webpage. Um, Red Dragons Radio is awesome. It's a one-stop shop for a lot of podcasts out there. So definitely check it out. And that'll do it for me on this Tuesday, January the 22nd. Thank you so much once again for tuning in. Thank you for supporting the show. It's 2019, baby. We're continuing um, this road this lonely road that we travel down. and uh, But I hope you guys have a great week. I hope you all have a great weekend. I know I will uh, have an awesome weekend. I'm so excited for this weekend. The Royal Rumble, baby. It is time. Uh, so take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all. Peace. Bye, everybody. Red Dragons. Red Dragons.